I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dan, welcome back. Another great book. Very timely. Thank you, Dom. Thanks for having me. Uh, your background a little bit, too, other than as a writer. You were in the Defense Department. When? What yeah. administration? 2003, 2004, the George W. Bush administration. I worked in the U.S. Senate in the 1990s, and then I was uh, uh, went out of government and got roped back in uh, after September 11th. I was asked to join the administration uh, as after September 11th, as it looked like we were heading into Afghanistan and Iraq. And I, uh, mm-hmm. I took this position in the Pentagon that had me based in Qatar during major combat operations, then a little bit in Kuwait, and then I deployed to Baghdad with a civilian reconstruction team and lived in Baghdad for 15 months. So, Dan, to the point I was just making, we played Roger Waters, who was here in Philadelphia, Penn, it caused a stir, and another interview we just did today, post-Hamas. Uh, mm-hmm. And how could Israel, what is it is th- that's the secret sauce, where in the happiness rankings, and what I saw there, people were not overly, you know, worried every day about their security, given what we know and we know even more now? Yeah. So it's it's a great question and one that, that Saul Singer, who my co-author who lives in Jerusalem, had been wrestling with. Um, people feel, uh, first of all, we tend to think happiness comes with Life is great. Life is simple. Life is luxurious. Life is about full of convenience and no friction and, and no dysfunction. And what, when we dug into the research, we found, no, 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 people can deal with difficulty. People can deal with challenges. People can deal with friction. What makes them unhappy and lead, makes them feel like they're leading an unsatisfactory life is that they feel that they don't have a purpose. They don't have meaning in their life. They don't have a sense of ownership of their life, of their community, of their country, that their that their role matters. You know, Sebastian Younger, who's this longtime war correspondent, not Jewish, who has spent a lot of time with American military all over the world in war zones. We interviewed him for the book. He has this great quote where he says, people don't mind hard work. What they what they mind is not feeling necessary. And the problem with the modern world, the modern wealth, wealthy world, is we've made people feel not necessary. Israel is an exception to that. In Israel, everybody feels necessary. And we write about different stages in Israeli history where you see the way the country calls on every part of the society so everyone feels that they have a part. And you're seeing that right now, post-October 7th, where the whole country, you know, the reserve call-up 
calling up these reserves, the IDF normally overshoots in the reserve call-ups. They, they call up too many people because they never know what turnout is going to be like. The actual turnout has been about between 120 to 150 percent. Everyone's turning out. Everyone is necessary or wants to feel necessary. And so if you look at the way Israeli society is organized, and I can go through some of these parts of Israeli society, it's all geared around Everybody feeling like they're a part of it. They're not going into the little echo chambers. They're not leading atomized lives. They feel that they're part of something. They're part of their family. They're part of their community. And they feel part of their country. And they feel that they have a role in it. That makes them happy, even in the middle of a war. Yeah, well, that's what I witnessed, too. Uh, that's exactly uh, it, Dan. So what about, though, and you answer this, the hurdle of domestically, you know, Netanyahu, the Supreme Court, all these protests. It seems to be a lot of agita there. How is that uh, united in one purpose? Yeah, it's a great question. So on October 6th, the cut, what you saw in Israel was the peak, of, or maybe the depth, I'd call it, actually, the, te- the depth of Israeli division, right? October 6th, meaning for, from basically January 2023 through October 6th, it was the depth of Israeli division, which means Israelis disagreed deeply. Now, when you look at Israeli society, you say it's really polarized, and it looks no different than polarization in the United States or polarization in the U.K., pre- and post-Brexit, or the polarization in France, where hundreds of thousands of people are storming the streets, violent protests over the last year. There's political polarization all over the world. So why is Israel different? And what we argue in the book is Israel's not immune to political polarization. The difference is Israel has these societal shock absorbers built into its system, built into its society, that even when they disagree intensely, they don't ultimately go off the edge. They don't tear the country apart. So what are some of those societal shock absorbers? One, national service, the military. Almost every Israeli during formative years in their lives, 18, 19, 20, 21, have to serve in the military. And we argue in the book that that is a much better experience than the kind of experiences our kids are getting these days in American college campuses. In the, in the national service program, A, you develop great leadership and management experience, and we go through what that is in the book, what kind of experiences these kids are getting, and you are integrated with people from all walks of life. So in your unit, you mm-hmm. are dealing with their sons of a cab driver and a son of a billionaire, and doesn't matter. You all have to serve, and they serve for three years or longer, and then they have reserve duty until into their 40s, and they're getting together every year for a couple of weeks to be with that unit. So here are people who live in completely, some secular, some religious, some affluent, some impo- living in homes of poverty, you know, some Jews from North Africa and some Jews from the United States. They're all living together, forced to live together. The former Israeli IDF chief of staff, General Kochabi, said to us, we interviewed him, and he said, when you're in the hull of a tank together, there is no polarization, right? You, you, in other words, you can disagree, but mm-hmm. you, you realize you're part of the same fight and you're part of the same family. So the military experience brings people together. The Shabbat, we write in the book, we call, uh, we, we have a chapter called Thanksgiving Every Week, where we lay out that Israelis every Friday night have the equivalent of a, of a, of a Thanksgiving, where a family gets together usually multiple generations, every Friday night from secular to religious, over 70% of Israelis celebrate Shabbat. They come together as a family. But while they're having that experience, they know the entire country or most of the country is doing the same thing. So there's a sense of a ritual for your family, and that experience is being shared 
by the entire mm-hmm. country. Well, now, Dan, Dan I, I, I witnessed that. We landed. Yeah. When we landed in Jerusalem, I think it was around 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It was like, my God, what's happening? Everybody's getting out of Dodge. I mean, right, and the whole country not, shuts like, down. And this is Jerusalem, yeah. Right, right. The whole country shuts down. Mm-hmm. And so I say, I say to my American friends, I say, look, Communities don't create ritual. Ritual create communities. When there's a ritual, communities get formed around it. So I say to my my American friends, tell me one ritual that you know you experience with your family on a regular basis that you know that not only you're experiencing with your family, but the whole country is experiencing it. And they all say Thanksgiving, which is why we call it the Thanksgiving every week. So I say, okay, Thanksgiving. That's good. By the way, I, I agree with that. That's once a year. I say, give me a second one. Now, usually they get stuck on the second one, and then they can't come up with one. But what they usually say for the second one is the Super Bowl. Yes. That's the you know, Super Bowl <laughs> parties, which is – I know I'm a huge football fan, so I, I like – I get it. I'm into Super Bowls. So let's just take that. That's twice a year. I said imagine that kind of experience where the whole country is experiencing something at the same time along with their families every single week. So it suddenly, again, brings people together slows people down, gets people around the table who normally don't agree with each other, and, and you, you feel like you're part of not just your own little family project or your own little individual career track. You get off the treadmill and say, wait, I'm part of a national experience and a national project, and I own a piece of it. This is mine, and I can shape it, and I can touch history as one of the people we interviewed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The book says, in Israel, every Israeli feels that they can shape the country's history. They can touch history. That gives them a sense of belonging and ownership, which, again, also contributes to happiness. Well, without a doubt. Uh, you mentioned, too, in here, 
We constantly see this, and I think it's a real thing in America, dance, uh, loneliness. And yeah. uh, I'm sure there is some in Israel. I mean, I was only there for eight days. But I think uh, the things you're mentioning, they pervade against that overwhelming feeling of isolation and loneliness. Yeah. So that is exactly right. Israel has among the lowest numbers of loneliness uh, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the OECD. Israel has the lowest uh, reported rates of mental health crises, teen mental health. So the CDC, this this really broke my heart. I'm, I'm the parent of teenagers. Um, a few months before the book came out, the CDC came out with a big report saying there's a crisis, not just of teen mental health in this country, in the United States, but of teen suicide. Now, I never thought I would say epidemic of teen suicide. It's just horrific to think. And it's a real thing. And it predated the pandemic of teens actually taking their lives or trying to take their lives. We went and looked at the data. Israel has the lowest, actually the lowest teen suicide rate in the OECD, meaning in the in the Western world. So why is that, right? So some experts say, well, the reason there's a teen mental health and teen suicide crisis in the United States, like Derek Thompson, who's a writer for the for the uh, Atlantic, who's written extensively about this, he says, he quotes all these psychologists who say, well, look at, look at what these teenagers are dealing with in the United States, right? They're dealing with constant worries about climate change, constant worries about gun violence, constant worries about political polarization, and they spend too much time scrolling on their phones, doom scrolling. Dooms, you know, reading about bad stuff. I was like, okay, so Israelis are no less subjected to to hysteria about climate change. Kids, Israeli kids, Israelis certainly know a thing or two about gun violence, right? Because at 18 years old, they most of them go serve, and they actually have guns, and they are put in dangerous situations. And as we've seen on October 7th, they're subjected to real threats, and they know that their parents live in fear of getting that knock on the door, that their child has been killed. And many of them have friends. We write about these experiences, these friend groups, where one of the friends, teenagers, has lost someone due to terrorism or in combat and how these friendships form among young people. You want to talk about violence having an effect on your psyche? Israel is has it in extremis. And Israel has political polarization, as you said, based on what we saw over the last year. And Israeli kids have smartphones so they have access to social media so that cannot be the explanation for for teen mental health i think crisis i think the way israel the way the reason israel has eluded much of the teen mental health crisis is because young people feel connected to one another they feel connected to the country they feel they have a role in the country and that gives them meaning and that a sense of meaning is the and purpose and, the, and and they're part of a country with a purpose is the ultimate antidote to loneliness and you know feeling disconnected and leading an atomized life. Absolutely, uh, Dan. Again, uh, I love Startup Nation. That's exactly the feeling. I, I broadcast out of the university in Haifa, and oh, wow. uh, I had this uh, young woman uh, showing me an X-ray machine. It was going to be in rural areas, the size of a Coke can. Of course, yeah. she had a story about Bill Clinton um, that we'll, we'll put on the yeah. air, Dan. I won't go through now uh, when he saw it. She was beautiful. And yeah. I just had a sense there, there in MIT, of this relentless innovation and discovery, what they've done to the desert, et cetera, and the sadness of seeing this is just not going to break through, at least unless you differ uh, with the other side here. Do you differ? Do you think this can uh, make its way through to helping uh, resolve some of this? 
Look, I think what we're seeing, you mean right now with the current yes. reaction to what's yes. happening? Yeah, I think what we're experiencing right now, sadly, is an expression of the oldest hatred, which is anti-Semitism. It's the oldest hatred. It goes back 2,000 years. You type into Google the word anti-Semitism and, and, and plus add the words of any century, any century, the 19th century, the 18th century, the 17th century, and you will see massive waves of anti-Semitism in every century in history. And that is why you know anti-Semitism has been so persistent, and we're seeing it now. It's being expressed in a different way, but it's the same it's the same phenomenon. We, I, have a, I have a podcast in which I, recently the last couple of episodes, have tried to explain the origins of anti-Semitism. And it really is this new thing, this new expression of it, whether it's tearing down the posters of the children hostages, whether it's chanting from the river to the sea, which you translate to, that means eliminating all Jews in Israel, the highest concentration of Jews in the world. I mean, these are just modern versions of expressing a very old hatred. And I just think we, you know, the, the, the problem, Dom, is that I think people tend to think of Israel as the all-powerful. And in the, in, the, in, in the, you know, people simplistically want to see a frame of David's versus Goliath's and that they want to believe that it's all about the, the powerless and the powerful. And they've decided that Israel is the powerful against the powerless. When in reality is, if you look at the region Israel lives in, it has a genocidal terror organization on its southern border as we learned on October 7th. It has a genocidal terrorist organization on its northern border with Hezbollah, and you have other groups who have similar agendas. And then you have Iran nearby that is funding and arming and orchestrating a lot of this. Israel is, is, is a powerful country, but relative to that, what country in the world has been subjected to being surrounded by that and have those forces arrayed against it? None. Israel is the only one in the world. It is absolutely relative to those threats, the powerless. And we just we have to start getting people to understand the bigger picture here. This is not just about Israel versus Hamas or Israel and the Palestinians. If you believe that, you have a very one-dimensional uh, understanding of what's going on. Absolutely. Dan, thank you so much. The book, The Genius of Israel, The Surprising Resilience of a Divided Nation in a Turbulent uh, World, available all over the place. And boy, you talk about heavy hitters, even in the mainstream media with this, Dan. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. And I, I appreciate your, your spending, having spent time in Israel. It's terrific. Thank you, Dan. All right. Thanks. Dom Giordano, weekdays, noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.